This is Maine Coast Doc Talk, a podcast bringing you the latest news and stories from Maine's working waterfronts. This podcast is brought to you by the Maine Coast Fishermen's Association. I'm your host, Ben Martens. You may have noticed when you clicked on this episode that it's a little bit shorter than what we normally produce. That's on purpose. We're trying something new. While we will still be bringing you longer interviews and stories from the working waterfronts of Maine, we also want to mix in some shorter updates and news and educational podcasts. Uh, That being said, if you have any ideas or issues that you'd like to learn a little bit more about or hear about, we're happy to take listener questions either on Twitter or Facebook or our website. You can email us at doctalk at maincoastfisherman.org. But we're always looking for new ways to talk to you guys about the things that you care about and the things that we really want to make sure that you know about that are happening to Maine's fishing communities. Today, though, we're going to do an update on a series of podcasts done last summer by our Bowdoin College intern that focused on Portland's working waterfront. A lot has happened since our last podcast, so I asked our project lead in the office, Monique Coombs, to come in and have a chat. Monique, start us off with a quick background on how we got involved and what was happening that led to your work on Portland's working waterfront. Yeah, so I think we probably most specifically got involved a couple of years ago, maybe around 2017, when we worked with Knack Factory to do the hard talent videos. We did one in Portland with Willis Spear, OB Spear, and Marshall Spear right at the Knack Factory studios. And we were talking about the importance of Commercial Street and the working waterfront in communities all along the coast of Maine. From there, I kept up communications with Willis and other fishermen in Portland. And when a hotel was proposed for a wharf on Commercial Street within the waterfront central zone, um, everybody's concern really got uh, heightened. They were worried about um, not necessarily being displaced specifically, but what that would open up for future opportunities and even the culture changing on Commercial Street. So we uh, worked with the fishermen in Portland to to really just be a support for them, to help them organize. Um, They chose the path of starting a referendum to get uh, public support. Can you explain what a referendum is? is and how that works. Yes. And I can say too, that the reason the referendum um, took place was because after, I think there was actually two or three emails to the city about their concerns. They didn't necessarily feel like they were heard. Um, And so they thought the referendum would be a way to say, no, no, we're serious about this. So a referendum, generally speaking, is when um, the public petitions for a change in ordinance or ruling within a community, and it usually goes to a ballot if they get enough petitions. So the fishermen decided that in order to deal with the working waterfront concerns, they were going to get the public to sign a petition so that it would be put on a ballot? Yes. And what what were they asking have happened with the referendum? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, specifically to restrict um, hotels on the waterfront and the waterfront central zone. And the other ordinances actually were to uphold some of the ordinances that the city already had, but weren't necessarily um, following as strictly. Um, For example, during this whole process, the fishermen learned that um, 
an inventory of the waterfront central zone was supposed to have taken place yearly since 2010 and it hadn't actually been done since 2010. So the most recent uh, waterfront central zone inventory is 2018. So it was an eight year gap. Um, and the fishermen did get all of the signatures they needed, but they ended up pulling the referendum because they got um, a promise from the city to engage more deeply. And the city upheld that when they created a, a, a working waterfront task force where they had uh, wharf owners, business owners, a couple of city people and fishermen sitting at the table together to discuss the issues and how they could possibly come to um, some solutions together, which is, um, in my humble opinion, a a good process. Anytime you can talk and get everybody at the table, in this case, literally, you're going to be in a better place than if everybody argued and stayed in their silos. So this group was meeting, I think they started last January. They ended up finishing up the work in June. So they had a, a bunch of meetings. Um, what, what were they actually trying to dig into through that meeting process? They were trying to dig into from parking to stormwater drainage, to birth space, to dredging, to costs of doing business, um, to the future of the waterfront. And I think the thing that was most beneficial of this process, not to harp on this, but that fishermen actually had a seat at the table and were included in the process. Um, And so the realities of their uh, work were taken into account. So um, although the Portland Working Waterfront Group meetings have come to a close, the fishermen are still quite engaged in discussions at the city level, including um, things like the Commercial Street Operations Plan, which is looking at the traffic on Commercial Street and how that's impacting businesses. And one of the things that's coming to light is it's it's less about traffic and pedestrians specifically, but all of the businesses that are on the wharfs in Portland being able to get on and off their wharfs in a timely fashion, whether they have live product or um, they're a business that needs to get someplace in a hurry for one reason or another. Because what's happening is, of course, especially in the summertime, is they're sitting at the top of the wharf um, waiting for ridiculous amounts of times to get out onto commercial street to get to where they're needed to go. And that includes bait trucks and lobster trucks and other businesses. When we're thinking about that process and how it worked, um, I think fishermen walked away from that feeling as though they were heard. And that was a really impactful piece of it. We're seeing increased engagement from the fishermen, but what, what's the next step of this this, this project, this work um, in Portland. One of the things that I have a personal concern for, and I, I think other people have some concerns uh, similar to this, that there's a big difference between working waterfront for the benefit of the commercial fishing industry and just being anti-development. Portland is super hip right now. It's got a lot of restaurants. A lot of people are interested in bringing their businesses to Portland, bringing jobs and new opportunities. And that's fantastic. And we need to find a way to promote growth while still maintaining some of that culture and tradition and making space for the fishing industry. Um, And that's, like I said, much different than just being opposed to to new development. I've learned over the past few months as I've been working on working waterfront issues, just how expensive infrastructure for sea level rise can be. It's astronomical. And I think that that's something we really need to be thinking about when we're talking about the working waterfront. 
um, as well as including fishermen um, in those conversations. So I think people really looking into um, the realities of climate change and sea level rise, understanding um, certain aspects of the fishing industry, again, by getting educated by a, a websites like ours or newsletters like ours, talking with fishermen and, um, you know, promoting progress while still um, allowing for the fishing industry to be successful or important. And that happens, I think, number one, with communication and, and two, with just learning more and, and learning how to get engaged. Perfect. Monique, thank you for the update on the Portland Working Waterfront. We're going to be trying to do these more regularly. So let us know what you think and send us any questions you think would be fun to learn a little bit more about. Maine Coast Doc Talk is a project of the Maine Coast Fishermen's Association, an industry-based nonprofit working to identify and foster ways to restore the fisheries of the Gulf of Maine and sustain Maine's fishing communities for future generations. For more information about our work or to make a donation, you can visit our website, maincoastfishermen.org. Thank you for listening.